Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to Popcorn and Monsters Chapter 18, End of Book 1. All the previous chapters are all available for you to listen to whenever you listen to your podcasts. And don't worry, this is just the end of book one. Book two will begin in August. Now, if you're ready, let's continue. The barren, lumpy count all stared at the now unconscious form of Hungry Henry. The bird had fallen to the floor, uttered his few words, and then passed out more dramatically than a soccer player being tackled. The three figures were silent. Well, you would be, wouldn't you? A seemingly rocket-fueled crow just crash-lands into one of your faces, then tells you that the dark has them. What or who was the dark, and who was them? Also, the crow can talk. Under normal circumstances, this would cause panic, you would imagine. However... Here, in this world, it caused nothing but stunned silence. The Baron was the first to fill the silence. What on earth was that? Does anyone have a shovel so we can finish it off? Lumpy looked at the Baron with a determined look. That That won't be be necessary. It is harmless. I think you'll find it smashed me in the face. I could have been horribly disfigured. As soon as he said this, he gave the count an I dare you to make a comment. Look, Drac was distracted, however. I have seen this bird before. He was a taunting little fellow while I was waiting to get in here. We must revive him. I am worried about our friends. He said this last part while looking at Lumpy. Lumpy nodded in agreement and walked over to Henry. What friends? What is going on? Drac started at Baron. So you don't know either. That is interesting. Don't know what? What's interesting? I had entertained the possibility that... As annoying as you are and as twisted as some of your ideas are, you may have had the ability to achieve this... This whatever this is. You are correct, I am remarkable. I didn't say that... I am remarkable, but no. I'm lacking any idea of what is going on and why I'm here. In the meantime, Lumpy had gathered Henry in his shovel-sized hands and was gently stroking his feathers and coaxing him round to consciousness with whispered words of encouragement. I say whispered. If you whispered like Lumpy in a library... Not only would you receive a massive shush from the librarian, but you're more unliable to break a window pane. What about these friends of yours? Baron said the word friends as if someone had just put vinegar in his tea. What kind of gaggle would be friends with you? Had this been said to Drac as he was when he first arrived, it would have stung a lot more than it did. 
but his time here had not changed him as such, but it had made him realise that he was more than he thought of himself. There was a lot more to him. I mean, he still thought the Baron was a doofus, but he swallowed his petty reply for the sake of the bigger picture. For now. My friends are of our ilk. There is a wolfman, an Igor, a mummy, me, the cousin of Abraham van Helsing, Lumpy, and now you. Lumpy? Who's Lumpy? Drac looked over at his gigantic companion. He has no name. He does now. He is more than just a creation. Do you understand? This was said quietly, but with enough menace to take the Baron by surprise. You have changed since last we crossed paths. You seem to have gathered some backbone. The Baron seemed almost impressed, but Drac knew full well that the element of sarcasm was never far below the skin of the Baron's comments. How are you getting on, Lumpy? Lumpy was still petting, as gently as he could, Henry, who seemed to be stirring. The three gathered round as the blackbird stretched his wings and then opened his eyes to see that he was being stared at. There was a pause and a squawk as Henry flapped in a panic. Lumpy managed to keep him in place, though, by covering him with his giant hand, not squashing him, just giving him the time needed to realise he was safe. Calm down, little bird, we won't hurt you. Under his breath he muttered, Yet. It's It's okay, okay, little bird. Take Take a moment moment and and gather gather yourself. yourself. Lumpy placed Henry on the floor, where he fluffed himself out and strutted as he got his bearings. After a minute he realised where he was and who he was with. He flew up onto the table and settled. Is that that better, better, little bird? bird. That's better. Took me a second there. You lads should not be staring at people as they wake up. Or birds. Stuff of nightmares. No offence meant. My face is fine, by the way. Henry looked at the bottom with amusement. You sure about that? You have a very soft face, though. That helped. Thanks. Ignoring a flustered baron and a smirking drack, Lumpy spoke to Henry. My feathered friend, can you please tell us what you meant by saying the dark has them? Oh boy, I'd forgotten about that. That wasn't a nightmare then? Doesn't seem to be, but you tell us. Henry went on to get them up to speed about Abraham van Helsing and his crew taking the colour from his world, the new abilities of the birds and the part that had caused his manic flight back here, the taking of the others. He took them? There? Then? Drac was starting to shake and an aura of mist had started to form around him. Count, Count, please. Of all all times, this is one where we need to remain as calm as we can. We need to focus... Time to agitate will come later. We had been warned about Abraham by his cousin. We should have known that someone of his evil nature and determination would be behind this kind of event. 
So, do you know where they have been taken, Henry? I don't. I don't know how he does it. He just seems to show up and then vanish. That fits in with the happenings here. Doors appearing and disappearing and all the other goings on. As if the Count's words were magic in the vein of abracadabra, the sensation returned. The slowing down, the treacly feeling and the walls around them going from solid to hazy to transparent to revealing who was on the other side. Abraham van Helsing, also known as the Dark in this world, stood aloof and angry. Behind him stood his constant followers, the dark lining to his dark cloud. In the time it took the Baron to say, Who's this pillock? The bad guys swarmed over Lumpy, Baron and the Count. Ropes tightened around our giant friend while the Baron spluttered a meagre protest as a hessian sack was thrown over him and cinched tight. Drac knew that now was not the time to go full vamp. As much as he wanted to start thwacking, biting and hypnotising, he knew that this way he was going to be rejoined with the gang and they were better together than not. Abraham whistled and all three were taken and they all marched towards the familiar light of an open doorway. They went through and after the last of the dark lining entered the door, it closed with a whomph. With Henry sneaking in at the last second. Unseen. Led down torch-lit corridors, the three captives were pushed and cajoled, a labyrinthian connection of twists and turns. At some point, Van Helsing took a turn, and when the gang were led round, he had vanished. After a few more minutes, the three captors were led towards a large wooden door. As the doors were pushed open by two guards, they saw a room, again lit only by flaming torches. Drac and Lumpy, as calm as they tried to appear on the outside, inwardly flinched from the heat, fear and threat that the fire held for them. They were ushered in and moved towards a large, imposing metal cage. In it held the remaining members of our gang, Wolfie, Mummy, Igor and the decent Van Helsing. They remained silent as the three were unceremoniously shoved into the cage. Looks were shared, but no hugs of relief. Somehow they knew that this would be a bad idea. There was a banging of wood on wood. Silence descended upon the room. Behind an elevated table sat Abraham van Helsing, and it was easy to figure out what this was. This was a courtroom, and he was the judge. Abraham stared at his captors with a loathing that could have melted the biggest glacier. You monstrosities are accused of being vile, wretched, evil beings of the lowest order. With each adjective, the watching horde let out a low cheer that sounded more sinister than celebratory. Abraham continued, It has been put upon me to decide your fates in this court of my law. Have you anything to say? How have you, the human, found the power to bring together us, the monsters, together? Oh, this isn't my world. I was merely brought into it to continue my work of ridding the likes of you. 
Who or what has caused this has given me powers I have never had, and I am more than happy to take them and use them for good. Let the trials begin. And there you have it, my folks. That's all for just now. Popcorn and Monsters will be continuing in the next month. Popcorn and Monsters will be continuing in August, where the trials of our gang are about to commence. Till next time, my friends. Ta-ta for now.